What's going on, guys? Welcome into another episode of the Ask Tony Show. Thank you guys so much for joining me. As you can probably already hear, guys, I'm on the move. So this is going to be one of those car casts that I love doing so much. I'm on the move, appointment to appointment, meeting to meeting, but I want to talk to you guys. So I got my phone in my hand. That's all we need, right? And uh, let's talk about some stuff. So today's episode, guys, is geared specifically to anybody that wants to start their personal brand, but specifically salespeople. All right, if you're in sales, whatever that may be, if it's real estate, mortgage, insurance, car sales, solar, pest control, whatever it is, if you're in sales and you want to elevate your personal brand in 2022, this episode is specifically for you. And I wanna give you guys three warnings, three very specific warnings that you should be aware of before you jump head on into this personal brand thing. And specifically, the last warning is going to be one that I had to learn the hard way. And I'll talk a little bit about that. But whenever you jump into personal brand, what I mean by that, because there is some confusion, and I've been on three or four podcasts here in the last couple of weeks where this has come up, of what exactly is a personal brand first off. So personal brand is you putting yourself out there, your face, your name. It's not your company's name. It's not your company's logo. It's not a business page. It's you. It's you as an individual putting yourself out there on social media to create a brand. And so personal branding is very different than corporate branding. It's not the same thing. Um, And so when you start to think about this in a more serious way and you start to say, okay, how can I become a brand in and of myself outside of just what I do or the company that I work for at this moment, there are three things that I think that you should be aware of. Point number one is you want to check your intent. Before you do any of this, guys, check your intent. What do I mean by your intent? What are you actually trying to accomplish? And here you really have to be honest with yourself because when you talk about the social media game, it can get very much about vanity. It can get very much about ego, about simply putting a flashlight on yourself and showing people how great you are, how cool you are, how much shit you have, how much money you make. And so a lot of people come at this from a point of view of trying to impress people. And what I have found is that if you try to do that, and if your approach is more ego-driven than value-driven, you're probably going to lose. Now, you may have some initial success. I have seen people have initial success when they first jump on and they start flashing stuff and things like that, but it's rarely long-lasting because what you have to understand is that we as consumers, sure, we think things are cool, but at the end of the day, really at the end of the day, the question that you want to answer is, how does my content help somebody else? And so that's what I mean when I talk about your intent. If your intent is genuinely to provide value, to help other people, to answer questions, to educate, uh, then I think you have a shot. But you want to be very honest with yourself before you start 
as to what is your intent because your intent is going to guide the content that you're going to put out. Your intent is going to to dictate what formats you use, what segments you use, what kind of information you share. And again, what the information is for. Is it just to put a spotlight on you or is it to actually help somebody that could use your product or your service? So don't get it confused, guys. Um, Whatever your intent is, that's what's going to come to the forefront and people are going to see that. And so if your intention is to provide value, you have a shot. If it's just a straight ego play, then I think you probably won't have much of a shot if I'm being completely honest with you. So warning number one is check your intent, check your ego at the door and make sure that you're coming from a good place, that you have good intentions. I'll give you a very quick example. I had a conversation with a realtor a couple of years ago and they wanted to start their personal brand. But they were doing it from a place where they wanted to show everybody else that they were better. They just wanted to prove to other agents in the market that they were cooler, that they were better, that they had all these things. And so, again, that dictated their content. And they didn't do very well. Now, if I go to their social media page, they haven't posted in like eight months. And so, I don't want to you know, badger this point too much. But just make sure that you're coming from a good place, all right? That you're really coming from a good place and you want to help people and provide value so that then you can have a shot to convert because a lot of people get this confused of, I'm just going to provide value, provide value, but also realize that that's your marketing play. Because if your content is good, if it's value driven, then more people are going to gravitate to it. And the more people gravitate to it, the more opportunities you're going to have to sell and to convert and to ultimately make more money, which is the whole reason why you're doing this in the first place, if that makes sense. So it's kind of backwards because in this game, the most selfish thing you can do is be completely selfless. Let me say that again. The most selfish thing you can do when it comes to personal brand is to be selfless, is to just give it all away and watch it return. And so that is warning number one. Warning number two, guys, is don't front. Be very careful with fronting and sharing things that are just not real. What do I mean by this, guys? A lot of people do things like rent cars. They pretend to go on trips when they're really not going on trips. They buy fake watches. You know, they try to create a character that is all successful when really the individual behind that is not so successful. And so you really want to make sure that what you're sharing and, you know, number one and number two pretty much go hand in hand because if your full intent is to educate, then that's the content that you're going to put out and you don't have the need to be fake, to flash things that aren't really yours and things like that because people can smell a phony from a mile away. And so if you think that you can flash all this stuff that is not yours or you can be fake or you can talk down to other people and it's going to work, you're grossly mistaken. So just make sure that what you post comes from a good place and that it's real, right? That it's absolutely real, that you speak from experience. Don't talk about things that you that you shouldn't be talking about. Don't talk about things that you don't know. 
Talk about things that you've experienced, that you've seen. And it doesn't always have to be firsthand, right? For example, you know, I've, I've talked a lot about running a team and running a company based on what I saw from my mentor, who is a great CEO. And so I would watch him, I would observe him, the way he would hire people, the questions he would make, the way he would do things. And I learned a lot. And so I would then share my observations of him and the things that worked and the things that didn't work. But it was all real. It was all 100% from experience. And I think that that was kind of the differentiator of just talking about things that I had no idea. Okay, so that would be warning number two. Make sure that it's real and that it's genuine. When you talk about warning number three, guys, and here it gets a little bit more specific because if you're in sales, in most cases, what I found is that you work for someone. If you're a real estate agent, for example, you have a broker, you work for a brokerage or you work under a brokerage. If you're in mortgage, right, you might, maybe you work for a bank, maybe you work for a lender, but you have somebody above you, 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 ha- you have a boss. Um, same thing with things like pest control, things like solar, things like used cars or new cars. You work for a dealership. So you work for somebody. You're an independent contractor. You're a salesperson, but it's not your company, all right? You don't own the company. If you don't own the company, if you're not the owner of the building, for example, right? If it belongs to somebody else and you want to do this personal brand thing, you have to make sure that they're on board with it. You have to. You don't have complete autonomy when it comes to your personal brand. And this is the one that I learned the hard way because one of the ways that I started to make my marks in real estate was posting videos online, was answering questions and sharing situations. And, you know, if somebody had a a tough time with something, well, I figured there were other people that were also going to have a tough time. So I would share my experiences. Whenever somebody asked me a question, I would write it down on on, on my phone, on my notes app. And then I would go, I would film a video and I would post it on Facebook. That was kind of the thing that I did. And I did that for nine years. But little did I know that my broker hated me doing that. He just hated me doing that. He was never on board with my social media strategy, if you will. And so that was a surprise for me because, you know, eight years in after I had been answering all these questions on social media, I come to realize that he hated it from the beginning and he actually fired me because of that. And so the reason why I bring this up is because again, if you don't own the building, if you report to somebody else, that's the lesson that I had to learn the hard way, right? You have to run it by them and you have to make sure that you're in a place that genuinely accepts and celebrates the personal brand that sees value in a personal brand. Because again, to my surprise, not everybody does. And there are a lot of CEOs out there. There are a lot of you know, owners of companies that do not agree, that do not want to see you doing what they consider to be your own thing. Now, the counter argument on my side was that 
what I felt was that if I could build a personal brand, it would ultimately benefit the company. It would ultimately benefit my team. It would benefit my brokerage if I was more known in the industry, if I had more followers, if I started to get more influence, if I started to get you know, invited to speak here or speak there or give a training here or there. I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, felt that that was a benefit to my logo, to my brokerage, and to my team. But the CEO of my company did not feel that way. And he felt like I was just out doing my own thing, that it was a selfish thing, that I wasn't being a team player, and on and on and on. And so that's fine. Every CEO is free to run their company any way that they like. If they don't want their employees doing personal things or personal brands, that's totally okay. No knock, right? Again, he owns the company, so he can do whatever the hell he wants. But that was a source of friction between between him and I that ultimately led to me leaving that company and starting my own brokerage. And so I saw a tremendous difference from that company to the company that I went to where they absolutely 100% loved the personal brand. They pushed it. They encouraged it. They wanted all of the agents to be on social media, to be engaging with people, to be talking to people, to grow their, their audience base. They, they wanted that because in their opinion, that benefited the brand, that benefited the company. And so again, it's contrasting opinions and both can be fine. You can have one opinion it's fine. Both work. But make sure that wherever you are, that action of building a personal brand is accepted. Because if it's not, then you're setting yourself up for trouble. And like happen, like it happened to me, you could even lose your job over you posting things on social media that can come from a great place, can be genuine information, can have all the good intent in the world, but if the owner of the building does not agree with what you're doing, then that needs to be addressed. And so that's the third and probably most important warning for salespeople because again, I know that a lot of salespeople work for someone. Probably, I mean, if I had to put a number on it, probably 90% of the people that I talk to that want to start a personal brand uh, have an owner. Like they do not own the company, they work for someone. And so again, not to belabor this point too much, but it's so important to have a conversation. If I look in retrospect, I probably should have done that. You know, if I had a plan to to do a personal brand and start posting on social media, should I have run it by my CEO? I mean, probably, it's debatable, right? If he would have said no, then I probably wouldn't have done it and I wouldn't be where I am today. But that is a conversation that probably should have t- taken place at some point because I did it for nine years and then at the end of my run at that company, I realized that he hated it and he even said the words, I can't watch your social media because it makes me want to puke. Like he was, he's vehemently against any sort of personal propaganda, personal brand, personal marketing because he feels like it takes away from his logo and from his company. And so you can disagree with that. But again, if he's writing your check, then that's something that you need to be mindful of. So 
I hope that this was helpful, guys. Again, in recap, number one, check your intent. Number two, be genuine. And number three, if you work for someone, make sure that they agree with the actions that you're going to be taking so that you don't end up unemployed like I did.